0: Welcome back to God's Brand. I hope you guys are enjoying what we're doing here. We're just having fun for the first hundred episodes. Uh, When we get to our goal, we're going to celebrate with maybe another live stream, a more um, interactive one. Uh, I'll see if I can get some buddies on too, and we'll see if we can have some fun with it and see maybe play some games or something. I don't know. But we're um, doing our Grown Man's Book Club. Um, I'm Puzzle Making Poe, and we're reading The Life and Narrative of Frederick Douglass. This is a speech he gave, so we've already gone through the narrative. So if you want to hear um, the actual book, you have to go back. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it because the sound quality is not the best uh, here yet. Um, production is not on um, the standards I would like it to, but we're here and we're pushing through. So this was an ex uh, an extract from an orientation he gave at Rochester on July 5th um, in eighteen. 18- 52 um i'm not gonna lie i pre-read a little bit of this chapter because this was one of the chapters i was most excited for i mean one of the speeches i was most excited for when i was reading ahead in the beginning um and if there's anything i feel like that's most powerful here would be like the first read i did where we went through his timeline it was just one episode of just going through year by year all the achievements he did and some of the tragedies like a, a son he lost and things like that so um, that was a really powerful one for me. Um, just hearing a lot of the tasks he overcame and, you know, just the fact that he didn't even know what year he was birthed at, but he assumes it through some of the th- things that were around him. So without further to do, 1852, fellow citizens. Pardon me and allow me to ask why I am called upon to speak here today. What have I or those represents to do with our nation dependency? Are the great principles of political freedoms in the nat- natural justice embodies is that the declaration of independence extends to us and I- I'm I. Therefore, calling upon to bring a humble offering to the national altar and to confess the benefits and the express devoted gratitude for the blessings resulting from your independency to us. Would to God, both your sakes and ours, that their affirmative answer could be truthfully returned to the, these questions. Then would my task be light and my burden easy and delightful. For who is there so cold that a nation's sympathy could not warm him? Who so upright and dead to the claim of gratitude that would not thankful acknowledge such priceless benefits? Who so solid and selfish that would not give his voice to swell the hallelujahs of a national Jehovah? when the chains to servitude had been torn from his limbs. I am not that man. In that case, like the dumb might adequately speak, and the lame man leap as in a harp. Heart. Heart. But such is not the state of this case. I say it is a sad sense of a disparity between us. I am not included with the pale of this glorious anniversary. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you the chat the the name of this is what is what to the slave is the Fourth of July. Um. So that kind of gives you some pre context to where this is gonna be going. Uh, um, if you have any intuition, and if you do have intuition, then um, I want you to um, uh, tell me what you think the 4th of July means to you, and, um, you can email me at Poe, I mean, um, langdon 2021 at gmail.com, um, no capital P, um, and that would be cool, because I'll, um, I'll, I'll, reboot you, and see what, it'd be cool, anyways, um, so, your high-independency only reveals the immeasurable distance between us. The blessings in which you this day rejoices are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independency with by your fathers is shared by you, not by me. The sunlight that brought life and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours not mine you may rejoice i must mourn to drag a man in feathers into the grand illuminated temple of liberty and call upon him to join you in joyous anthems where in human mockery and scandalous irony if you guys don't know what he's talking about here he's talking about putting people on the slave block and how real this tragedy is okay do you mean citizens to mock me by answering me to speak today if so there is a parallel to your conduct And let me warn you that it is dangerous to copy the example of a nation whose crimes towering to the heaven were thrown down to the brethren of the Almighty, burying that nation in uncoverable ruin. I can today take up the plaintive lament of the plea and the wilstum people by the rivers of babylon there we sat down Yeah, we wept we remembered zion we hung our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof, thereof. for they there they carried us away captive required us a song And who wasted us required of us mirth, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. Fellow citizens, above your national tonous joy I hear the mournful wails of millions, whose chains heavy and grievous yesterday are today rendered more intolerable by the jubilant shouts that reach them. If I do not forget, I do not faithfully remember by bleeding children of sorrows this day. May my right hand forget her cunning and may my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth to forget them to pass lightly over the wrongs and to chime in with the popular theme would be treason most scandalous and shocking and would make me a reproachable before God and the world. My subject then, fellow citizens... Is American slavery. I shall see this day in its popular characteristics from the slavery point of view, from the slave's point of view. Standing there, identified with the American bondman, making his wrong mind, I do not hesitate to declare with all my soul that the character and conduct of this nation nation never looked blacker to me than on the 4th of July. Whether we turn to the decoration of the past, or to the professions of the present. The conduct of the nation seems equally hideous and revolting. America is false to the past, false to the present, and solemnly blinds herself to be false in the future. Standing with God in the crushed and bleeding slaves on his occasion, I will, in the name of humanity, with this outrage, in the name of liberty which it feathered, in the name of the Constitution and the Bible, with a disregard and trampled upon, dare to call in question and denounce with all emphasis, I can command everything that serves to perpetuate slavery, the great sin and shame of America. I will not invocate, I will not execute, I will not use the serious language I cannot command, yet not one word shall escape me that any man whose judgment is not binded by prejudice or who is not at heart a slaveholder shall not confess to the right and just. But I fancy I hear some one of my audience say, It is just in this circumstance that you are, your brother abolishes failed to make a favorable impression on the public mind. Would you agree more to denounce less? Would you persuade more to rebuke less? Your cause would be much more likely to succeed. But I submit where all is p- plain, there is nothing to be argued. What point in the anti-slavery creed would you have me argue? On what branch on the subject do people of this country need light? I may undertake to prove that the slave is a man. The point is conceded already. Nobody doubts it. The slaveholders themselves acknowledge it in the enactment of laws for the government. They acknowledge it when they punish disobedience on the part of slavery. There are 72 crimes in the state of Virginia which it committed by a black man, no matter how ignorant he be, subjected him to punishment of death. Death. While only two of these same crimes subject a white man to be in the same punishment. What is this but the acknowledgement that the slave is a moral intellect and a responsible being? The manhood of a slave is concealed. It is omitted in the fact that the southern states' books are covered with enactments forbidding, underserved fines and penalties, and teaching of the slave to read and write. When you can point to any such laws in reference to the beast of the field, i may consen- consent to argue the manhood of the slave when the dogs in the streets when the fowls in the air and when the cattle on the hill when the fish of the sea and the reptiles that crawl shall be unable to disguise from slave from a brute then i will argue that you that a slave is a man for the presence is enough to affirm the equal manhood of the negro race is it not astonishing that while we are plowing, planting, and reaping using all kinds of mechanical tools, interacting in houses, constructing bridges, building ships, working in the mazes and brass, iron, copper, silver, and gold, that while our reading and writing and ciphering acts as clerks, merchants, and secu- secu- secretaries, Having among us lawyers, doctors, ministers, poets, authors, editors, ordiners, and teachers that while we are engaged in all manners of enterprise common to other men, digging gold in California, capturing the whale of in the Pacific, feeding sheep and cattle on the hillside, living, moving, acting, thinking, planning, living families as husbands, wives, and children and all above confessing and in confessing and worshiping the Christian God and looking hopeful for life in immortality in beyond the grave we call upon to prove that we are men would you have me argue that the man is entitled to liberty that he is rightful owner to his own body. You have already declared it. Must I argue the wrongfulness of slavery? It is a question f- for Republicans. It is the settle for the rules of logic and argumentation as the matter beset with the great difficulty involving the doubtful application of the principles of justice. Hard to be understood. How should I look today in the presence of Americans dividing and subdividing a discourse to show that men have a nature a natural right to freedom speaking of it relatively and positively negatively and affirmatively to do so would be to make myself ridiculous. And to offer an insult is to understand there is no man beneath the canopy of heaven that does not know that slavery is wrong for him. What? I am to argue that it is wrong to make men brutes, to rob them of their liberty, to work them without wage, to keep them ignorant to the relations of the fellow men, to beat them with sticks, to flay their, f- their, their flesh with a lash, to load their limbs with irons, and to hunt them with dogs, to sell them at auction, to sunder their families, to knock out their teeth, to burn their flesh, to starve their, their families. And to make them obedient in submission to their masters. Must I argue that a system thus marked with blood and stained with pollution is wrong? No, I will not. I will not un- employ further my time and the strength that such arguments would imply. What then remains to be argued? Is it that slavery is not... Slavery, sorry... I got lost. Divine, that God did not establish it. That our doctors in divinity are mistaken. That is blasphemy in the thought that which is inhuman cannot be divine. Who can reason on such a prosperation? They... Can that may, I cannot, the time for such argument is past. At a time like this, scorching irony, not convincing argument is needed. Oh, had I the ability, and could I reach the national ear, I would today pour out the fury stream of biting, ridic- ridiculous, ridicule, blasting, reproach, withering sarcasm, and stern rebuke for it is not light that is needed but fire it is not the gentle shower but thunder we need the storm the wind the whirlwind and the earthquake the feeling of the nation must be quickened and constant of the nation must be roused, the prosperity of the nation must be settled, the hypocrisy of the nation must be exposed, and its crimes against God and man must be proclaimed and denounced. What is America's slave is your 4th of July. I answer a day that reveals to him more than all other days in a year. The gross injustice and the cruelty to which he is constant victim to him to celebration is the sh- the shame, your boosted liberty to unholy license. Your national greatness, swelling va- vanity, your souls of rejoicing are empty and heartless. Your denocation of triumphs, brass-footed impudence. Your shouts of liberty and equality, ho- hollow mark- m- mockery, your prayers and hymns, your s- sermons and thankfulness with all your religious parody and solemnity, are to him m- mere bumpus fraud, deception, impity, and hypocrisy. A thin veil to cover up crimes which would disgrace a nation of savages. There is not a nation on the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than the people of the United States. At this very hour, go where you may, search where you will, roam, all, roam through all the mo- monarchies and dispositions of the old world, travel through South America, search every abuse, and when you have found the last Lay your facts by the side of everyday practices of this nation. And you will say with me that for revolving barbarity and the shameless hypocrisy, America regains without a rival. America wins in every race when it comes to its tragedies. And this is the truth that I'm speaking to you as Poe, the leader of this ship. Because the book is over and we're still going forward. Because we have a purpose here. And it's for you. To come on the team and join on. So come on, what you waiting for?